Hello, everybody. I'm super excited to announce that I have created a new podcast called Motivation for Mental Health. This will be a pretty chill and open place where we can just sit back, relax, and talk about some books or talk about how we're feeling. And ultimately, the goal is to have at least one person get something out of this. I want to be here to share my story, share my thoughts on other people's stories, and ultimately help people realize that they're not alone. So a little bit about me. I am almost 22. I graduated in May with a chemistry degree. I'm currently working as a nurse in Nashville, where I call home, and I'm taking a couple gap years before med school and seeing where life takes me. But to talk about what we're here for, I am going to start this series with a book called You Are Beautiful, and today we're going to be talking about the first three chapters. So the author's name is Ashley, and she admits to being an overweight kid. She was raised by a pastor, and she had two sisters that were both very skinny and beautiful and just seemed so perfect, and then a younger brother who was just a menace and super hard to raise. So with being a middle child and feeling like she wasn't as perfect as her sisters or as hard to take care of as her brother, she felt really overlooked and unseen. And I'd say so far in the first three chapters of this book, it seems like those are two of the biggest themes. And ultimately, it leads me to the first thing that I kind of thought of when I was reading through her first chapter was, we all have this desire to be wanted. And for a long time, I thought that I was alone in that feeling and that nobody else felt that. But the older I get and the more people I talk to about this, I realize that almost every single person I've ever met has had this feeling before. And honestly, it can be a big source of a lot of mental health problems. I know for me personally, wanting to feel wanted has caused some strain in my relationships before where... I became insecure because I didn't think that I was wanted. But our minds can be very deceiving and telling us that we're not wanted when we are, and sometimes it's very clear that we're wanted. And sometimes when that feeling just grows too deep, we can use cheap substitutes and short-lived satisfaction to try and get rid of it. Ashley describes these cheap substitutes kind of like a drug and they give you this high of this really great feeling for a short-lived amount of time. And so you want to keep going back to this substitute because it makes you feel good and it makes you feel great, but then you come down off your high and then you're like, oh, I need it again. So her biggest point that she makes with these cheap substitutes is that eventually you're just going to end up feeling worse. You start to put your worth into these things that are short-lived and aren't going to last a very long time, and so when they leave, we think that somehow we are less worthy because this thing is gone. And then we go down this rabbit hole and this poisonous path of telling us that we're not worthy and we're insecure and we're not good enough, and then in the end, you just feel so much worse. So instead of resulting to cheap substitutes and this drug, as Ashley calls it, we can result to controlling our minds and controlling our thoughts because we have so much more control over our thoughts than we may think. For example, say I posted a picture of myself, a selfie, on my Instagram story 
And all these people are sliding up and they're telling me, wow, you look beautiful, oh, you're so gorgeous, you're stunning, and it makes me feel so good, and it makes me really believe that I'm pretty. So the next day, I post another selfie, kind of expecting the same reaction. But instead of the reaction I got yesterday, I don't really have anybody slide up and no one's really liking it. So then I start to believe, oh, well, I must not look pretty in this picture, I'm going to delete it. I put my worth, and I put who I am, into somebody else's opinion. This short-lived satisfaction and this cheap substitute that only makes me feel good for a little bit. And then when I wanted more, and I wanted to feel that again, I posted another picture. I went right back to the drug to get my high again. But when that drug didn't have the same effect, the come down was so much worse, and I was left feeling more insecure. I put my worth into other people's opinions. I let what they said about me dictate who I actually am, and what I actually am. Just because someone else, or something else, doesn't think that you're worth it doesn't mean that you're not worth it. And then Ashley starts to talk about that in chapter 2 where she's saying that she knows that she's loved by people but she doesn't believe it. So she goes down another poisonous path of saying that, oh well because I'm not loved means I'm not enough and I'm not worth it. And honestly this is kinda where I disagree with her because she says I bought into this lie that I wasn't enough and I understand the point that she was getting at there. However, you're never going to be enough for everyone. Let me repeat it for the people in the back. You'll never be enough for everybody. There will always be somebody who will find something wrong with you. But you have to find a way to be enough for yourself. Because if you don't, then you go down another poisonous path of needing validation and approval from other people because you want to be enough. You'll start to do anything to find a way to please them, and when they're gone, you're not going to feel validated, and then ultimately you're giving somebody else control over your own life. I think a really big part of needing validation and approval is social media. There is so much comparison nowadays on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and whatever it may be. You see the highlights of everybody's life and you see how happy they are in one moment. They're not showing you on a Friday night when they're alone eating a pizza in bed. Which, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I do it all the time. <laughs> Honestly, I deleted my TikTok and my Snapchat because one, they are time suckers. Two, uh, when my TikToks like quote unquote blew up, <laughs> I felt really, really good about myself, and I put all of my worth in those videos, and then when I posted another one and it didn't blow up, quote, I felt really bad. And I was like, dang, they must not have liked this video. And most of the time, it was a video that I was passionate about. So I just said screw it, and I deleted TikTok, and I haven't had it for probably three months now, and it's been incredible. I've been able to have so much more time because I realized that I spent hours on my phone on TikTok. I also noticed without Snapchat that I'm not checking my phone constantly for notifications and I'm interacting with people more often. And honestly, if social media made me feel that way, like, I'm not going to continue to use it. Ashley uses the words, 
why would we willingly breathe in poison? And I literally wrote amen in the side because I was like, that's the shit. If someone or something makes you feel bad and insecure or unloved, etc., then why are you going to continue to do it or be around them? I'm looking back at some of my old friendships or relationships and I'm like, that seems so simple. Why didn't I just leave? So now I'm trying to surround myself and build myself up with people that make me feel confident. Because if I'm just keeping poisonous people in my life, then I'm only going to bring myself down. If you guys think that you spend a lot of time on TikTok or whatever social media it might be, or you feel yourself comparing yourself to others, then I'm just going to encourage you to not delete it, I guess, if you don't want to, but just in moderation. Maybe cut yourself down to one hour a day or two hours a day. I think you would really see a big difference in your mental health and your focus and your happiness. But, guys, I really wanted to keep it under 10 minutes for y'all, so I'm not going to get to chapter 3 today, but I'm really, really excited for next week's episode, so I'll talk about chapter 3 and 4 next week. I really hope y'all got something out of this episode today, and just know that you're not alone in your feelings. You're wanted and you're loved, even if you don't always feel like it, I promise you that you are. Thanks for listening to Motivation for Mental Health, and I'll see y'all next week.